the dude that runs like he runs like crazy man like 50 hundred miles man in one go he doesn't sleep well man. folks it's time to kick it old school Tacoma number four. Yeah. Quattro. With that, I wanted to do a little Tacoma introduction. Yeah, the Tacoma codename is Taco Coma. Especially when you have too many tacos, then you get into a coma. Most of us do it. So this is just basically how we usually hang out and then we chose to do it into a podcast we normally talk about life we normally talk about running we normally talk about business and kind of everything in between so these are nothing more than kind of the bro chats that we have uh, but we have a really i think a unique perspective i'm an endurance athlete like cal is i race direct for a living own a couple of businesses but my endurance right now is more of rowing and trying to do some other more muscular endurance type things Whereas Cal's a three-time world record holder, um, been on the Canadian national team a few times, and when you see him at a race, he's going to be in the front. If you see me at a race, I'm going to be partying in the back. So we got it all covered, which is really <laughs> awesome perspective. And and I think uh, just kind of talking before this show started, the reason we have uh, such a good cohesion is you know we're not doing this for any reason other than we're just kind of like giving you insight into what we talk about, and maybe yeah. you have no interest at all and that is completely fine we're not for sure. doing this for any reason uh other than it's just fun for us so yeah and sit back relax and enjoy and on the on that topic cal so you and i talked about on the last tacoma how much we love billy yang right so i see mm. billy yang at bandera oh neat yeah he's covering uh dave mackey of okay. course if you guys don't yeah. know back history dave mackey lost his leg um he was hiking he fell like a rock Running, collapsed yeah. Long story short is he ended up amputating his leg. So, so he's been training. He has a prosthetic leg. Um, he came and ran Bandera mm -hmm. 50K. I actually got to run with him for about a half mile when I was on the course. Very cool. Billy Yang was following him around, videoing. After he's done, I went up to Billy. I told him how much I enjoyed his podcast. I think it's a great podcast. He kind of asked me like what I learned from USL, which is very interesting to have mm -hmm. that conversation. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, hey, Cal ultra, and I. USL being Ultra Sports Live, it's a company that's no longer but used to cover ultra events live correct good context so i had told him that we did a we did a podcast you and i called to come and i kind of told him the premise and he was kind of like oh he's like that's kind of funny and i was like it's really nothing more and, and he was and i was telling him like we do it in this bubble tea place and he goes you guys podcast in a bubble tea place and i'm like yeah i'm like because that's really where we hang out like it's not the purpose of yeah. it isn't to go put ourselves in a situation where we don't hang out like and we could go use my office or something else, yeah. but like, but this is where we normally hang out and chat about life. So like, to me, it's just, this is just the truth. Yeah. I mean, I started going that route of like, Hey, we need our own studio. I'm going to get some cool backdrops. Yeah, we and thought like, about that. And, and more equipment and soundproof this area. Like, yeah. you know, but it's just like, we, let's go mobile like all USL did. Yeah. And we've done one from the cryo spa. First one. Sitting in massage chairs. Go check cool. out Tacoma number one. Yeah, and then uh, the last Year few three. just bubble tea because, oh, why not? For sure. If you don't know what VV bubble tea on Mason is, listen, go tomorrow if you live in Katy or Houston, go see bubble tea, VV bubble tea. I got the. What'd you get tonight, Cal? You changed it up a little. Yeah, almost. caramel macchiato is kind of my my typical one with the plus T plus T. <laughs> that doesn't that stand. Hey. Not uh, testosterone. That's not DHEA. <laughs> so don't get that shit twisted. I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, jasmine float which is a jasmine oh, tea double so tea of course um because yeah, these are it. little tapioca balls uh solid yeah so good stuff yeah no but long story short is our chat and i and i agree with you on that i think a big setup would have been to me it's overkill and and, and to backtrack that just because cow i look at it like just because you run for a living which is what people think you have a full-time job yeah you have three children um, you have a wife, you have other interests, you're training. So for us to build this studio out where we would have to be at a, a certain time, it would honestly just be impossible for the both of us. And impacts the family even kind of more than it does. I mean, right now, so the schedule we do is I put the kids to bed and I can typically be here within 45 minutes of the scheduled bedtime, which is pretty good now. Uh, Julie obviously helps out a lot, my wife, and uh, 
my mom's over right now tonight, so helping get the kids in bed. But yeah, that's that's kind of how we do. And, yeah. Uh, welcome to Tacoma. Yeah. Welcome to Tacoma, the Quattro. All right. So let's uh, Bandera. Big news, God. Well, yeah, we, it's, energy's high right now. Rob and I are super stoked super for this weekend with Houston Marathon coming, so we're going to cover Ooh. that a little bit in this show. So excited. And uh, I wanted to hear more about Bandera before we get going anywhere else. Yeah, Bandera was great. I headed down to Bandera a couple days early. No fine print stuff was on sale, but more importantly, the Coconino Cowboys, uh, Cody Reed was there, and um, he's at a flagstaff. He's and Wamsley came in to pace him or crew him kind of thing? That's correct. Yeah, the... The, the Coconino boys are known to do that. So Jim, Jimmy Walms, he showed up in the last minute. Mike Hermsmeyer, who's kind of group photographer, also basically like one of the Cowboys, he came in last minute. So we all shared a house, cool. um, a little cottage that I got, which was amazing right there outside of Bandera. So we enjoyed that time. They came in the day early Friday. Saturday was down to business. Top two at Bandera get a ticket to States. Um, right now the Coconino Cowboys have a little phrase going around called uh, Cowboy Jamboree 2018. They got five guys, which is well, Western. Is that which? Yeah, which, which is, is going to be Western. Which the Jamboree will be a Western. So they want to get in Cody Reed, Jim Walmsley. Um, you know, it's funny. Our, our probably our number one celebrity fan being uh, Joe Gray. Joe Kesey. Love Joe Gray. Uh, he's actually a cowboy, and they hosted the Cowboy Jamboree. I believe OS, OSU. Oh really? Yeah, it's the. He went to Oklahoma a, State. I'm pretty sure he did. Get out of here. OSU. I mean, like correct me duck. if I'm wrong, Joe, but I'm pretty sure you are a cowboy from OSU, and your number, your home meet was called the Cowboy Jamboree, <laughs> and I did it actually really well there. Um, 2014, I believe. It's an 8K. I remember just, it's a, they have one of the very few uh, dedicated cross-country courses that's just permanent cross-country. That's, that's what it's there for. So it's like kind of wooden ship trails and some really aggressive hills are really short and steep but um i remember rolling up a good 20 30 people in the final kilometer to come top 10 and get my cowboy shirt it's like mm. they only give them to the top 10 that's typical cross country you know there's no medals for everybody um awards you know not everyone gets a a, a medal yeah you know it's you like you it, might huh? get a ribbon or a shirt if you're top 10 and that's like that's lucky. So that's kind of old school, classic XC. I love that. Yeah. Well, the new anyway. Jamboree is no. The new Jamboree is is their, is their judge or, or their try to get five of the mm. Coconino Cowboys in. So Jim and Cody got tickets. Score that like an XC meet. Yeah. Tim Frericks, um, mm -hmm. Eric Sensman, who just won JFK fifty, and then um, oh god, what? And I draw a blank on the last guy. Jared. Jared Hazen. So those are the five that are trying to get there. So anyways, race day came up. Uh, Mario Mendoza, who got lost last right. year. Um, back for redemption. Back for I redemption. Know how that goes. Let it right out of the fucking gate. Uh, hammered it, ran probably one of the best races I've ever seen him run in my in personal. He's been running good lately. He's fucking. I got fucking to see him rushed. in Italy and really had oh, a good race. Right. He was a top U.S. guy yeah. for Italy in Italy at the World 50K Shake. Trail Champs. So yeah, he took first, awesome. Cody took second. So two tickets there, and then on the women's side. Hey, what more can you say about Camille Heron? God damn, Cal. Excuse my French. Don't listen to this around your kids. I mean, coming off like world record, record, world Com record, comrades. world record. Comrades, comrades, It's insane. That's, it's insane. So, and now she's back from, yeah, she's got it. This is it, the Ann Tracy double. She's got it now. She's got comrades, and now she can run states. Except she's going to do comrades again. Yeah, I know, because she wants to do both. I know. I mean, and... Big she's she's on the same trajectory as Ann Trayson, though. Yeah. Ann Trayson did not finish her first Western. Oh, yeah, you told me that. This yeah. is true. So um, Camille is on the path of Ann Trayson while well, already rewriting Ann Trayson's <laughs> record. She's killing it. And, and did you see the uh, – well, you did because you sent it to me – the ultra-running uh, 2017 rankings. So they had all the distances broken out. Yeah. Um, Camille had the fastest 100-mile time, period. Like men, women, whatever. Unreal. She ain't playing. She's not playing. And my old coach, who I saw right before the race, didn't know if she was going to make it Michelle Yates. It, she's had double hip surgery. Um, she's been fighting that. She's been doing a lot of mountain bike races. She jumped in, uh, worked her ass off, ended up in second. I don't know if she took the ticket or not, but I, she definitely got second. So Very cool. It was fun at Bandera. Who else uh, celebrity-wise did you see out there? Oh, man. Got to hang out with Billy Yang, yeah. uh, the great, great uh, director, filmmaker. Dave Mackey, 
um, coming off his leg injury, finished his first 50K. And then probably something really fun that that night after the Cowboys won, we went, went back to the room or back to the house, got showered, and they were like, hey, Chris Mako is at the bar, been at this bar for like two Mako hours. Show. He wants to hang out all night. So we got to hang out with uh, Chris Mako, uh, and he is a filmmaker with him from the run experience. So got to okay. hang out and have dinner with those guys, and we went to a Cowboy bar afterwards. That's cowboy capital of the world, apparently. Oh, is it is they, there, they yes. Yeah. And, I mean, the Cowboys were in I mean, town, so, I mean, it was a true. Not in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. <laughs> So, but it was cool. It was cool to get to hang out with Chris Mako. Obviously, I've seen him online as well, but I got to hang out with those guys. We didn't really burn the midnight oil too much. I think we, I, one of them had a flight at like 5 or 6 a.m., so we, we probably hung out till midnight. But it was cool. It was cool to hang out. It was good to see Cody get what he wanted. Uh, Jeff Bolt was a guy that came fifth. Okay. He was in our house, too. Young, scrappy guy out of a Carbondale. Uh, oh, yeah. I was really impressed with that dude, too. So it was a really great weekend. Fun. Um, and Gordy finished uh, uh, first in, in his age group, the 70 oh, wow. to 74 Very cool. for 100K. So re- a lot of fun. Yeah. I uh, was just thinking of Mackie, um, that event you missed for No Fine Print, where you actually sponsored it with No Fine Print for the um, Real Rock Film Festival. Yeah, sorry that I missed went that to. Yeah, I think you were you're, – just beat to hell. Oh, it was just, weekend. It was, but I went on your behalf and make sure you got a good mention. Uh, one of the shows they played this year at Real Rock Film Festival, Rob and I love going to these film festivals, and it turns out that the Banff Mountain Film Festival, which was actually hosted at Banff and, you know, an hour and a half away from my house when I lived in Canada, I was super lucky to live down the road from that, is going to be down the road here on Mason coming up soon. What? Yeah, put it on your gotta calendar. Go. Gotta go. Uh, look it up. It's going to be at the Alamo again. Before they tear that one down and move to the nice new one. But anyway, sure. um, one of the shows at Love Real Rock show. this year was on amputees, and it was really funny because they're they're just so candid in how uh, they would say like, "Oh, you, you know, you're so inspiring climbing with no arm, or you're so inspiring climbing with no leg." And like, "Fuck off! I'm not inspiring." <laughs> you know, they're like, "We're just we're just doing what we yeah. do. Like this is just yeah. normal." You know, like yeah, it's that, the normal. Like they, they, I think they appreciate the support, but they don't want like the the asterisk no of pity. you're yeah you're yeah, like don't fucking pity people, i'm climbing right? i'm like i'm not a climber amputee i'm yeah, just you know, i'm a climber yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, that was really yeah. funny i'm and i'm sure mackie's going through all of the well he has a right from the bat that's just like when i found out i had a, fr- a little tiny fracture in my fibula you know you're crushed and you go through the the mental Those anguish stages, right and there's stages st- there's stages of that. i can't even imagine anguish, going through it all those losing a limb as a professional and it was his decision too though i mean Absolutely, so yeah. so like he, the, the leg wasn't amputated mm-hmm. initially. He had right. the leg, and they were doing stuff, and then basically it was like, is this going to be this painful experience for the rest of my life that I can never yeah. get around, or can I just eliminate And backstory, Dave Mackey's a doctor. So, mm. I mean, there, okay. there, there, there's he also... Knows. You know, there's also the side of him that's probably super logical. Has hey, seen your boy Wesley's on there. What's up, Wesley? Oh, what's up? Yeah, my son is on yeah. YouTube. What's up, son? Um, but, yeah, I mean, so he has probably a lot of extra information and context yeah. of watching people go through it enough, did i right? ever tell you i think i did about my buddy that got hit by a canada goose on his motorcycle what okay is, is this the send it guy on the snowmobile <laughs> <laughs> that guy's awesome that's your buddy from canada still oh, got to yeah, send yeah. that's the greatest thing no, ever no, 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 no. that guy's great i hope you put like a little montage right now into this clip i will like, i'll throw that guy still in. gotta send it bro oh yeah Woo! <laughs> 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 
Word, but DT still runs, so round two. He's <laughs> tweaked. Another day, another beer. Canadian six pack, eh? Canadian six packs and eight pack. <laughs> got the like flannel and the mullet and everything. He's like, Snowmobile's still running. Still gotta send it. <laughs> oh, yeah, eh? I love it. No, my buddy, uh, he was um, a golden helmets rider for the Ontario Provincial Police. O what is OPP. golden helmets? It's like the, um, you know, here you have like almost like parade style policemen, like for mounted police and gotcha. things like this guy was one of the the motorcycle riders for the ontario police and uh it's a really high class high division like uh, it's an honor to be on this team they were preparing for actually the pan am games to come to toronto and we're doing a formation ride up a highway when this canada goose these things are not light I oh mean, no these things are huge things, they're like 80 pounds or something not playing starts flying alongside their formation takes a freaking 90 degree turn smokes him in the chest the face uh. neck takes him down, slides into a guardrail, and knocks him out. And thankfully, it happened pretty much in front of a hospital. So he was able, and one of the officers was carrying a tourniquet, um, was able to, you know, he was surrounded by his brothers. They were able to help him immediately. They had air flight land, pick him up, take him to a hospital really quickly. Um, no, so now, if you watch him walk, you would say, I don't know which leg it is, but you'd say, oh, his, his right leg is bad, is the injured one. Yeah. Or the one he got amputated. Yeah. Well, it turns out the one he got amputated is like the the better one, and the one he kept is now the Weaker. one that he's yeah he's got all the issues going yeah, on. Yeah, he's you know. probably had to compensate for a long time. Exactly. Right? So Damn. yeah, kind of on that Mackie experience is like yeah. So he ended up getting this this high technology leg. It's Bluetooth connection, and he can change what mode he's in. So he can be like, what are you talking about? He'd be like. I'm going jet skiing and it'll put it in that mode of like positioning and like shock absorbing or I'm going walking and it'll like has the speed like yeah dude no it doesn't yeah dude it's it's Canada healthcare you get that $200,000 whatever you want like it's paid Bluetooth? for anyways yeah it has a bluetooth connection that's why like I think he has to charge his they knee you better give me that fucking knee in May you better give you, me that knee you better right. be Just down down Killian knee or uphill knee mm. that's solid I didn't know they had a little side story. Learn something every day. So what's up on your swag? We both have fun new swag. What's That's right. Oh, my beaver shirt? Yeah, I like that <laughs> one too. I got a Bucky shirt, but this I one. Know. Oh. Hard loop. Yeah. Means running in Afrikaans, Dutch. Yeah. And uh, it's the name of my new coaching business. Solid. Yeah. So I kicking off uh, hard loop running uh, this year for sure. Doing a little soft launch uh, this weekend around the marathon. I have a lot of athletes that I've been working with uh, that were previously running under a different name, which I um, have given away the domain for that. So uh, yeah. hard loop is the new name, and that's what I'm going to be working under I going like forward. It. I think it's uh, my wife actually came up with it. Oh, she's smart. Yeah. Not not a surprise. So, yeah, hardloop.run is my new coaching website. It's not really set up yet, but I've uh, been It'll coaching about eight or so people that are racing this weekend, which is going to be epic. Yeah. Well, let's just jump into this weekend. The Houston the intensity Marathon. It's so high. And in half. this city, in my life. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for the Houston Marathon. I have never run a marathon before. Um, in my own personal experience, I mean, I've run 100 milers, but I've never run a marathon. But if I was ever going to run one, it would be Houston. I've been there four out of the last five years. Me too. I love, I love being on the sidelines and watching it this year and playing a little bit different role. I mean, we have a booth. I have an athlete that's running. Who I had my last meeting with her last night at 6.15, which was just really kind of interesting to be like, yeah. you know, those, those final words media. of wisdom, like, hey, like, come out slow don't worry about it like she's never been in a big race god i get so nervous yeah it's, it's been really fun to do those f final meetings because i have two out of i think it's eight two out of the eight let's say that um, i'm actually giving a little bit of aggressive plan because i think they've been knocking it out of the park so well that it's like we need to set this up for major breakthrough which is a little bit more risky major yeah, breakthrough like, like there's one girl that wanted to run she's like maybe i can get 330 i think she'd go 315 
if she goes 315, you're kind of knocking on a new door, you know, of that three hour in the future. This girl's sure. tough. Just, really? Like, I give her a work, workouts, and it's to the T. Like, and if I say, like, 8 to 10 miles, it's 10. You know, if it's always that. Which, which, as a coach, is always you're, like, pulling the reins in on an athlete like that. You know, that's your job is to, like, stop them from hurting themselves. For Just sure. get them there healthy. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited about her. And um, uh, Lauren, obviously, she's been just knocking out of the parks, texting me today. I'm starting to get the sniffles. I'm like, oh, fuck. Don't but, worry about the sniffles, girl. Yeah. Brooks has been ask, watching. Right? Oh, oh, Brooks, we got to knock this guy. Knock this guy out. Who? I'm just playing. Uh, highest capital city in the world. What is it? Well, it's where I'm going. And I, I say it wrong. I say Quito, Ecuador. But there's actually another town that he was bringing up, and uh, I don't even want to get into it. It's it's up for debate. Were you wrong? But no, oh. never wrong. Ask Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife would definitely not say that. Oh, by the way, when I ran Bandera, uh, I ran 17 miles. But long story short, is before I started, Rachel said, "I said, yeah, I didn't realize it was 7:30 start. I was like, sleep a little early before we get to line." She's like, "Why would you care what time the race started?" And I was like, uh, and she goes, you didn't just sign up, did you? And I go, I did not just sign up. That's because I had already signed up. And I was like, I signed up two months ago. And she goes, can you hear what I'm saying? And I go, yes. And she goes, you're the stupidest person I know. And I agreed. And then I started that race. Just to let you know, sometimes I don't make the best decisions. That's the way it goes. Yeah, we're we're dudes. Yeah, we're just going to go hard. So marathon, so we both have people running. We're excited there. You're going to speak. Got a couple of speaking yep. engagements. Friday, 4.30, Saturday, 10.30, and then hanging around your booth and a few other booths uh, throughout the days. Yeah. Um, looking forward to the tech meeting, the elite meeting on Saturday. Um, huge elite lineup. I'll get into that in a minute. You've been to that before, right? You have to go every year. If you qualify as an elite, like Houston local or an invited athlete. It's to called get a your tech bid. meeting? Yeah, technical meeting. So okay. they'll go through everything from what bibs you need to wear, where you can go, what time you need to be, when and where and why. And uh, basically, you don't get your bib unless you go to that meeting. Um, in addition, we have a Thursday night's uh, uh, annual uh, Greek dinner at a Greek Orthodox church and uh, tons of like the Greek community. And they have a Athens partnership with the Houston Marathon. Solid. So, Are you going there? Yeah, and I'm going to bring Julie, get some Spanish capita. Uh, I'll be speaking Thursday night in Cyprus That's at one right. of the run clubs, Spaghetti. Uh, typical spaghetti Thursday night before race. So I'm really honored to be there. I think they asked me last year and I couldn't make it, but I'm really I excited. think they asked me this year and I didn't respond. No, actually, they said that they uh, they asked me and that you were going to be the second choice, but I said <laughs> yes. So don't get your shit twisted. Yeah, last year I spoke for uh, Katie Student Run, which is a really cool local uh, group of, it's kind of like underprivileged or like under, I don't know, kids that haven't run ever and they're, they're gearing up for the Houston half. So that's going to be a huge group to watch and uh, I'm going to be behind the scenes on ABC uh, you know pulling and plugging the cords on uh, who to watch <laughs> Where, this is Saturday on Sunday oh, sorry, sorry, yeah Sunday. on Sunday you told me you, you, you explained to me what you're going to do but I have no well, I saw Kara Goucher just announced she's the commentator is she? so I guess I'm not the commentator she's the com- yeah, I don't again, want to meet Goucher well she'll be at the Skechers booth from 9 I, to 5 on yeah whatever <laughs> she's only going to be there like yeah, 30 minutes and I yeah, can't I know. and the lineup the- is around the freaking block. I can't block. do that. Kara Groucher, just come say hi. It's don't, crazy. Don't make me come over there. She didn't even say hi to me when I worked with her at the booth last year for Clean Sport. Maybe she I'm like, I'm you. here volunteering. I mean, no one, and not she everyone has to like you. Come on my booth, uh, Kara Groucher. Yeah, Adam Goucher's badass. I say hi. He's a beast. He writes great books, too. Beast. I don't know his back history. On, on, I will tell you this. Hanging around... Jim and Chris and all them young cats. God dang, their wealth of knowledge on the steeplechase and all these they're records. Fans, right? They're like they're like us. Yeah, well, they're like twenty five though, yeah, or twenty six. Right? They're young. They're in it. Like man, I just everything they were saying was like, "What did you run this with? Five k steeplechase? Mm-hmm. Who has these records? I mean, it was just wow. I was yeah. just like sitting in the cut, just kind of being like, "That's the track world." Yeah, That's no, not, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I don't know that world. And so it's cool me, when that trickles really over, kind of like we were talking about, um, uh, what's his name? Big, bright, white smile. Oh, Tim uh, Tolson. Tim Tolson, thank you. Um, just how he's, like, kind of transferred that into his ultra running, but still keeps on tabs on the the, the marathon and the track, everything. Yeah, I, did, I just did it. I, it's just me, but right, but I didn't realize it. 
I didn't think those guys would be that in-depth and interested in all that, but they were just hammering numbers. And Steven, I was like, wow, man, like, cool. you guys are really fans of the sport, right? So, Right on. Well, uh, Here we uh, go. speaking of the elites, oh I, just, God. I really got a lot of catching up to do on who is racing so that I can give the best coverage. But flipping through here, I mean, I'm, I'm most excited. I just heard that uh, Callum Hawkins was coming in from from uh, the UK, UK, but I think he might be dropping. And then uh, one of the Robertson brothers yes, was in. Yes, that's you know? for me. Yeah. Big score, big So if you haven't win. heard of these guys, uh, go check out the movie Transcend. And actually, I don't even know if they have them on there, but there was like a bonus feature on that movie. They have their own movie. Yeah. I saw people thinking okay. it. So these these uh, brothers are from New Zealand. Yeah. At a very young age, packed it all up, went and lived in Kenya, basically on dirt floors. Yeah. Lived like the Kenyans. Yeah, to train like the Kenyans. Right? Train like the Kenyans. And it was a, basically their own project to see if it would work. And it freaking did. Like these guys, guys have rolling. both run. Uh, Zane or one of them's run under sixty. I think the other one's just been around that time for the half. So I thought they said one of them had run like a fifty. Yeah, no, it's way under sixty. Uh, I'm trying to find which one's something? coming in. Where is he? Robertson. Robertson. I don't right? know. Anyways, I'm Fast excited to see these guys uh, come in. Uh, basically, they've said that they have. Uh, basically, the deepest field for U.S. and and one of the deepest around the world for half marathons it's i didn't realize tight. and this is just me but i didn't realize the half was such a big deal yeah it's it, a huge it's deal. huge deal people I mean, saying it's fast jimmy's saying that it's fast i mean like they have seven guys that have gone under one hour and they have an eighth making his debut which i think they're referring to uh, cam levens yeah oh man that dude i thought for sure he was signing ultra He's been racing in ultras. Yeah. He's been trying out some shoes. You could tell over the last year since his Nike contract ended, he ended ties with the uh, Albutamol Salbutamol team, uh, <laughs> Alberto Salazar, <laughs> Alberito Salad Bar, and uh, <laughs> the clean moved back to Canada cream. or, or no, Utah. Sorry, rubbing you, on you. <laughs> I know. Oh, I wasn't touch me. Hey, man. I wasn't giving it any steroids too much. Just making sure no one else rubbed him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. what happened? He didn't sign with Ultra. You said that too quickly. Hoka. Hoka's Oni. coming. And just, they just signed a few other people. Hoka had a good week. Ellie Greenwood. Ellie Greenwood, that's right. She went states she back big, in the day. I didn't know she had dropped from Solomon. Man. Hey. I mean, it is what it is. People are, you know, people are bouncing right now. Yeah. You got a lot of Hoka, a lot of Ultra. You know what I mean? That's, yep. that's and, But Hoka picks up track athletes and they're... They've been a little bit more developmental on that track side, for sure. Yeah, they, they have the track spike, whereas Ultra has an XC spike, which is still kind of in development. Yeah, but Hoka, like two or three years ago, signed Leo, and yeah, that was exactly. kind of their. It seemed like, and then they have the, and then they have the it, NAU. What's the team they oh, got yeah. out there? Um, Northern Arizona Elite. Yeah, yeah. I was talking. Jim was telling me some of the stuff about those things. Like the road, the those road runners run this certain trail, and the trail runners are always trying to beat those road yeah. runners on the same segments. Yeah, like, the, like the Mary Loop. Yeah, and yeah, they kind like of battle that. against. Like um, that, I want to get out there. I want to spend a good week or two training. I'd need a week just to get used to being there. But, Let's uh, do it as a bros trip. One of the girls coming in, uh, Emily Setlack, won the Philly half this earlier. The um, or sorry, late in 2017, she's coming in for the Houston half. So like, yeah, just. Classic Canadian girl beats all the Ethiopians, Kenyans on the road at a really prestigious half, really fast half. So I'm looking forward to see her. They just spent uh, her and her her uh, husband, who's actually about to go into pilot school in the Canadian Forces. Um, he's a really good mountain runner for Canada. Um, they're coming in for the Houston half. Who else is running? Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Say? Let me bring up the women's. Is Neely Spitzy Grace racing? I saw she was going to be in Memorial Park for like a Talking, run, run. Yeah, a, a group run or something. I saw that. What pace is that? Five thirty. I'll pass. Oh, Lisa pass Waitman. I thought she was coming in from Australia. She's a drop. Um, Natasha Wodak. We got a Canadian uh, Olympian. Hey, sure, highlighting a lot of Canadians. In this University of Arkansas Little Rock. Jeez, hey, they're standing please. out. Y'all are rolling deep together. Coming in with a one eleven twenty. We got Hillary Montgomery's local. Rachel Cliff, another Canadian. Becky Wade. Awesome. I'm looking forward to see her. Paced her last year. Becky Wade's a beast. Rice, she has a really great book out. Rice grad. You've she read. does. That's right. She's um, a rice grad. I keep forgetting that. Hell yeah. Hometown girl. Kick ass. Emma Selleck. Who else we got? Who we got? Oh, these are these are based by... They go all the way to 130. Holy smokes. Okay, up front on the girls. I, I don't even know these names. 
We got all the Kiprops, Chumbos, Chalimos. Molly Huddle and Jordan Hesse. Hell That's the yeah. American battle right there. Bang, bang. Boom, boom. Both coming in with a 107. 107.41 for Huddle. 107.55 for the young Jordan Hesse. Not if that Molly's old. But. If you ever watch Jordan Hesse on Instagram, you see a lot of her workouts are done at that Nike track that's in the forest. I'd like, I'd like y'all to, to let that be known that uh, I've run on that track. And one Brooks time has not. And, yeah, Brooks hasn't. Brooks so has not. suck it. But I have. <laughs> uh, I have run. And I got to go play basketball in the Michael, in Michael Jordan gym. And I got to see all pre-Fontaine shit. We got a private tour at the Nike uh, right. one time. What with else a fr- they give you? A friend of a friend. Oh, we got to go to the Nike store, which oh, is yeah? like 50% off everything. Is that like IVs? It's like off-site. No, honey, we didn't get any PEDs there. We just got the fun stuff. It was cool. <laughs> but I did get to run around that track. And I told you this a couple weeks ago. When the Memorial Park was making their master plan, I had put – um, quite a bit of time and effort into voting to keep the track because there was a track, but it's been overgrown. It's not in good shape. But I lobbied time and time again for them to do another track. A real public track. A real public track and put it behind the Memorial Park and have it be modeled like the one that I saw in Oregon that I had so much fun. And they're breaking ground on that soon. So I'm not going to say that that was because of me, but I will no, say that you I, your, I worked really skin hard. skin in the game on that. I th- yeah, I had skin in the game. That's awesome. That. So I can't wait to run on it because it'll be awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, on the men's side uh, for the half, yeah, geez, tons of people under that 60 mark. Yeah, it's saying Callum Hawkins is a drop. So a bunch yeah. of guys right around an hour. That was so funny. Was it no two years ago? I got um, seated up with a guy that had run like a 59 or something, Ethiopian dude. And it's funny to see like the mutual respect. So I walk in there and I'm like, so what do you what do you run like? He says, oh, I'm sub 60 and a half, you know, broken English and trying to communicate. And I'm like, well, man, like you're trying to win this thing. And I think he came second or third. So this was my roommate at the Houston Marathon two years ago. And then um, he asked what I do. And I'm like, well, you know, I just, this kind of just a training run because I got a big, you know, like 50 mile or something coming up. And they're like blowing away. And like when I come in and they're having like their little tea parties with all the Ethiopians and they'll be like, this is the dude that runs like... He crumbs like crazy, man, like 1,500 <laughs> miles, man, in one go, he doesn't sleep, man. He's the you carnivore, know, Jamaican, Canadian crazy. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and I'm like, oh, you freaking, all you guys are on, like, under 60 minutes for that. So, so it's like fast. this mutual respect uh, What's that the time, I love about this time, sport. Cal, off the top of your head. My, what? What's it take to go 59 and a half, like, pace-wise? What's, what pace you got to set and go at? Oh, for what? 440, uh, something Ish? I want to say for sure. God yeah, it's gotta dang be. it. Yeah. That's yeah, strong. No, it's crazy. Uh, on the kind of the American side here, we got Diego Estrada. That's going to be awesome. Sam Shalenga, uh, Luke Pesquedra. Um, I hope. Yeah, oh, he's, you know who he's you didn't say on the men's Noah Chirodi. Was yeah. Boy, Noah. Oh my God. He's, a, he's a dude of the long. Straight I'm telling hair, you right now, Aviator, Noah, come see me at the Austin Trailrunner booth. I want a picture. I'm a fanboy. That I, when I was in Bandera, I met the guy that used to be roommates with him, or still does. So that was okay. kind of interesting. But that's my dude because that guy comes to every race like he don't care. And he's coming to run for himself, and he wants to be his own person, and I'm so down with that. Just reminds me of like that, all that kind of stuff always reminds me of Prefontaine. Like, be who you really are. For sure. Go for it all. And if you don't win, who gives a fuck? Like, you just give it everything you got and be the person you are. That's all you can do. I really respect that. He showed up like, what's of the trials with like long hair, crazy hat, fucking Fu Manchu mustache. It was great. He's just got the style. It's similar to our last Tacoma number three where we're just talking. You know, the, the figures of ultra running. Yeah. It's the same thing in the marathon. Track world, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, sure. I love it. I can't he had wait. that one dude that's like Dirk Diggler kind of uh, the, with the mullet, and he had the, Al- the Bama. I think he yes. was from, he just got signed over. Uh, probably Nike, I think he's went with. Anyway, yeah, there's some, there's some I cool love it. characters. I love that. I mean, like, I, and I only say that because they're so restricted when they get, if they do make Olympic trials, right? As soon as you get to make Olympic trials, then you're so restricted. You can't wear fucking sponsors on there. You can't even say the word Olympics. There's all these restrictions to kind of, like, take away who you are as a person and kind of make you just fall in line. But you don't yeah. have to, like, you, you, you have that opportunity not to be that way mm-hmm. um, until... You know, if you make that choice, yeah. I really love the guys that are, they're just out there, like, be who you yeah, are, Nick right? Simmons, or maybe it was his coach, Sam LaPrey, at the, the TRE event in, in December there when we got to meet everyone. Um, they were telling me how Nick's gotten, like, I think he's gotten some cease and desist letters of using Olympics or Olympic or saying Olympic or, you know, even his tattoo and stuff like that. 
And uh, he lives right there next to like the Olympic National Forest. So they're like jokingly like, oh, we should go shoot a video in the Olympic and see if the Olympics kind of loses their shit on that. Hey, man. It's funny. Like to think that this, we have such a like pure view of the Olympics of just being like this globally owned, not a, not a brand. It's just a lot of cooks the in that games. Kitchen. And now it's it's all about the movement. It's a lot of corporate. It's yeah, a lot it's of state-sponsored doping. I oh, mean, let's yeah, be real. Crazy. There's there's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. There's a lot of money to be made. I mean, it's still a business at the end of the day. Let's, let's not get it twisted. It's like college football. You know, those kids are playing football, but those schools are making hundreds of million dollars. And that's just the game. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it goes. So, yeah, Olympics coming up. We're, we're going to cover that hard. I think we should. Winter oh, Olympics. Oh, my God. I've already been, like... Starting to see more and follow more on the uh, the trials that are coming down, especially yeah. for the U.S. Sean White is still in the game. I couldn't believe it. I just saw a picture of him get like 60-something stitches in his face. Oh, maybe he's not in the game. Well, I don't know when that was, but I just know that, you know, it's like, hey, you know what's so funny? This is just human nature. I think for me, it may not be everyone. If I see something that's like, guy, bust face open, Sean White needs 60 stitches, and it's like disturbing image, what do I do? <laughs> I click it. Like, I want to see it. Not like, safe for work. Like you oh, I, I mean, my work does whatever, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if it's, like, graphic cut or something, like, I want to see it. I just want to be like, whoa. So, anyways, um, I think he got beat up, but he'll be good to go. Yeah, cool. But I love the uh, the Winter Olympics. Doesn't I love Summer Olympics, don't get me wrong, but Winter Olympics, you got me. God, I love Winter Olympics. It's just the sports are so different. I never did any of those sports, obviously, living here in Texas. You obviously have done a lot of these since you had curling in high school, whatever bullshit that is about. That curling and broom ball. That's so crazy. We had like 10 pin or some stupid ass Yeah, game. we got to go curling. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, an old ex-UH teammate, University of Houston track teammate, Sean Adigan, started the very first uh African, well, she's from Nigeria, the Nigerian bobsled team, but it's the very first country from Africa to go to the Winter Olympics, from what I understand. Uh, that's not true. Cool for Runnings, the movie. Jamaica, bro. Yeah, they made it. They weren't in Africa. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I know. I, I got, <laughs> sorry, I got that one mixed up. I was like, I had to think about that one, too. Uh, well, that's awesome. Hey, yeah. yeah, so she's on, is it a two-man team? Uh, two women, and they have a third girl that's backup, so... Uh, so it's not case. a four-man bobsled; it's a two-man bobsled team. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just the yeah, it's a two, the two. Is the she the driver like you? Yeah, I think or she's or is she the pusher yeah. like me. Well, I mean, they all push, but I think she's the, the well. Let's lead. get real; they do all push, thing. but one of them jumps in the cart early. <laughs> Herschel, you remember when Herschel Walker she went to the, the uh, she went to the Olympics already in the Summer Olympics, so that's really cool that's when you gangster. can be a summer and a Winter Olympic athlete. Lolo Jones did that. That's right. She was a hurdler. That's she what hit she that is. hurdle. Sean Adigan, yeah. And then she is a bobsled, bobsled pusher. Yeah. So same same background as Sean. That's great. Really cool. They were oh. on Allen and everything, booty popping. What? Yeah. That's solid. Did you hear what I say about Herschel Walker? Do you remember when he was trying out to be on the bobsled team back in mm -hmm. the day? Herschel Walker tried to be on the Olympic team. Mm -mm. You know, because he was he was going to be the back guy on that four-man bobsled oh, he's like team. The, the that, they just, they just the showed him at the uh, Alabama-Georgia college game. He still looks like he could play. That guy's a freak. Mm. He's huge. That's funny. Not the guy to pick a fucking fight with. That guy's 55, built like 22. He's huge. I mean, they wow. show him. He's just, like, he's just like ready to roll. Put him in, coach. Cool. Well, we covered uh, my hard loop. Let's check out your shirt, man. Oh, thank you. Let's see this new one. We got a new one from No Fine Print. This one says... Run, Run slow, slow, get tacos. That's what you do. So for all... Perfect for the they Tacoma. They always make those fast shirts. You know what I mean? That people say, just do it, run fast. But what about us <laughs> in the back, right? That we're really trying to have a good time. And we eat. Need to run. Yeah. run to eat. Yeah. If you're in an ultra... Um, you know, like if you're if you're in the back of the pack, you're trying to get quesadillas and grilled cheese. You're not working about the Cody Reeds up there in the front. They're just knocking down that spring energy, trying to get done. But if you're in the back having a good time, you can stop and eat a taco, a burrito, whatever you want. So that's where the it came from. Jeremy, my good buddy Jimmy Taco. That's awesome. We got a whole line of taco shirts coming. Uh, so these are out ready to go live. Yeah, I'm gonna put them up tonight. Yeah, uh, this is this, uh, trail racing over Texas. Uh, no fine print. No fine print. No okay. fine print right. shirt. This is that uh, American made tri blend. Feel that. <laughs> yeah, and I got my hoodie right here. Mm, you do. Thanks for this, by the way. Uh, I for finally sure. got it back for my wife because it is so soft. She had, she had stolen it. But uh, yeah, really thankful to be back on team trail racing over Texas for sure. again for 2018. We got a wicked 
team that's going to be crushing the trails this year. For and the sure. Roads, but yeah, yeah, we do a little of both, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole purpose. But, you can do um, both, but yeah. Ron, so our, our manager here hooked us up, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Always try to do like every year. Try to do like a whole new line, a little bit of something. And in yeah. regards to trail running, some unfortunate mm. announcement. Mm. I know. I was going to say, what is this Tacoma show without a little bit of cheating, doping, <sighs> scandaling I just, going this, on? This one's hard on my this heart, This motherfucker. It's so hard on my heart. We Why? Got a lot of, I got the a guy's lot of run my race. He's run my race. I've seen him a bunch. He would be someone I would consider a friend in the, in the sport. Mm. Um, but Kelly Agnew was accused of cheating at uh, Across the Years. Um, they said that they had a premonition that he, he's had some questionable results in the past. They watched him. He was crossing the time mat. He'd go look at his watch, go in the bathroom for seven or eight minutes, walk right back out, cross the time mat. Yeah, so this it. is one of those events where it's how many laps you can do. One mile loop. In a period of time. In right. this case, the guy was doing the six-day, the full, or? I don't remember what whatever it was. Whatever distance was he was doing. Hours or, or the something. timing he was doing, but. Basically, every third lap, he was taking an extended break in the washroom. Yeah, every then, other lap, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looked like it did... Uh, he did two, the first two, ten. and then... Yeah, well, whatever, okay. right? It yeah, but they, it That's showed that... Doing. I mean, they had a guy watch him without taking his eyes off of that yeah. porta potty door. It, and, and they had a mat halfway. Yeah, and so the, the, all the records aligned, and, you know... Yeah, and then they, co- they confronted him, and... They said, hey, like, you're cheating, and and we know that you're doing it. And he said he didn't say anything. He left the course. And then, of course, uh, Derek Murphy, the marathon investigator, um, got wind of it and started digging. That's what's really interesting is this has to be one of the first ultra-marathon investigations done by MarathonInvestigation.com. I would agree, especially in the trail scene. I think maybe he went after a guy with a 50K. But this is going to be one of the first that. And then... He went after other stuff. He he went and looked at Leadville, and he's seeing all these missing mats at Leadville, which would be honestly impossible. Um, some of the FKTs that, that he said that he's accomplished, that he started pulling out blogs for those. So, yeah. I mean, in, in the public side right now, I mean, obviously people in this day and age are guilty as soon as someone says they're guilty. Um, but there's pretty clear-cut evidence that, Looks like there's some cheating. Um, oh, I sure. personally hope this. I mean, this is what I would hope out of it is someone who's in the sport, enjoys the sport. Um, I hope that Kelly Agnew comes out and tells his side of the story, and maybe his side of the story is that he's been cheating for 10 years, um, but maybe his side is something else. But I would, for me Man. as a person, and I think for our sport, as niche as we are and small as we are, I think we deserve that. And even if he says, hey, listen, I'm a cheater and I'm never going to show up to races and I'm going to exit, I think that that would be fair, but I think you should always defend yourself, no matter if that's your right or wrong. I mean, to me. But yeah. it sucks. Or just own up to it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, same thing. Defend yourself, own up to it, say I cheated. I don't know. But he was a Hammer-sponsored athlete. Hammer dropped them immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, There's other sponsors involved, isn't there? Or that's what I heard. I mean, it, it they sounds like... list them on there, but I mean... It says like, yeah. But I mean, obviously, if you're a sponsor and that's someone like it, that doesn't make a difference. Like, if you think they cheated, and then that you got to cut ties with them. And, and yeah. I mean, tra- trail running is small and niche. Like, there's tons of courses. There's, I mean, most of our courses are small. A lot, like, Texas courses are looped. I mean, if you're, I mean, you can find a way to cheat. I mean, people have done it before. There was that woman who says that she wins all those fucking marathons, and yeah. she basically, like, passed people at Badwater. I mean, there's cheats, but the problem yeah. with it is, is it's like, it just sucks. I mean, I don't know how to say it. It just sucks. Yeah, and, and like this guy, had, when you're when you're talking about winning stuff, and he's robbed people of, especially in these timed events where he's actually affected the results of people knowing that this guy's ahead of him, they drop out, or you know they they call it um, just because yeah they know they're not going to win it because this guy's in it. So yeah, no, I mean it's a clear disrespect to every person in the fucking race, and it's a clear disrespect to. The integrity of our sport and everything yeah. else. I mean, it, and it's weird. It, it, yeah, because like, I was going to say, like, some people, oh, you're only cheating yourself. And I'm like, no, actually, you're, you're cheating really fucking, fucking everybody. Yeah, every, everybody. Everybody. This whole shit up. And then the other part, too, that I saw online that I didn't really care for is, like, people go after Derek Murphy about it. And people have always gone after him about, like, oh, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be spending his time taking down these people. I think that's bullshit. I have to look at yeah, it this obviously way. Obviously, like, need somebody to be doing it. Yeah, this guy's cops. People guy. cheated and. 
Boston and all these other things. But it's like, if if him, not who? Right? Like, mm. if there's not so much. I mean, that guy's dedicating his time to trying to catch people cheating. Sure, that's not. We don't. Yeah. In a perfect world, we don't want that guy to exist. But we don't live in a perfect world. Right. So why do people act to, like. To we, counter that a little bit, what I've seen is this little bit of um, his the sleuths that kind of, like, try to come up and, and help him or, like, they're trying to rally behind that and try to bust people. And, and I'm speaking specifically to last year's Cowtown where um, our friend Amy Puzzi, Jacob's wife, won the marathon for the women, uh, hands down, awesome race, came down with their little kid, Ashima, uh, did awesome. And, and someone read an article post-race and it heard like Jacob was out with the stroller uh, running alongside of her, some stupid thing like that. And they're like, well, I don't see his results in there, and I don't see he had a bib, and did how much did he run, and did she get paced by... And it was kind of like you could see what w- they were trying to do. Right. And they I were basically ch- told them, you know... Yeah. No, that didn't happen, and it was, you know... I, I, know, I know where they're going with it. You're not allowed to be paced from somebody outside of a race or paced by even another gender, really. Just like that Dallas Marathon, the girl was helped to the finish line. You know, things like that. But, yeah, I, I don't yeah, think you there, need a bunch a huge- of uneducated... Not un- uneducated or un, you know, informed people trying to go after just random, you know, results that they try to catch yeah, on to. Yeah, you don't need any. This guy's ren- doing. You don't like, need any renegade. No, any renegade. This guy does an awesome job. Like he oh, buys yeah. the photos, the official photos. He caught that, zooms he in caught on that GPS one girl. Watches. That one girl that cheated. She was like a blogger. He caught her. He caught her on her watch yeah. was off two miles, yeah. and then backtrack it, and then her Strava, and then she tried to drive the course or, or something. It, yeah. Bicycle that course, and then he caught her. Like, hey, sleuth work, what man. What do you want from that? Yeah. Like, hey, I, so, so that's hey, what she. Yeah, that's I'm not. That's good. I'm not complaining. I'm too slow to cheat. You know what I mean? I'm just back. I'm just trying right. to get more tacos. If you're cheating, I eat more tacos, and I'm guilty. Well, on that note, you know, we always like to talk about the Strava Wankas, Mike. Oh, and, uh, no, here Swift we go. Wankas, Charles Parham is back, <laughs> and he's back with a vengeance. He's got no three way. devices going on his that rides now. Three. He's got three? an iPhone. Yeah. He's got, now Surge. he just got his new Fitbit Surge. Like, it's like funny because I f- can follow this guy's life. Like, I, oh, yeah, I got a Fitbit Surge for Christmas. I don't even know that, but it's just like now this thing's showing up in the records. Uh, he's recording his... His Are you really that mad that he's breaking your records it's on just, his bike? And so, for the record, no, I'm not that mad. And okay. you know me that I'm not that mad. I've but. seen you mad once at TIR at that taco stand <laughs> when that guy wouldn't listen to you and you went ape shit. What? TIR? Yeah. yeah, oh, was, yeah. Oh, remember? Oh, oh. Your face was so red. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, I thought it was. Texas oh. Events Relay. I forgot about that. I just like, talked I would, to him, too, Jay. The other night. Oh, nice. I did. That's coming up soon, too. Are you running? No. I really wish someone would pick me up on their team knowing that they're probably going to get like 13 minutes. I'm not even running. Like, you're not doing anything? No. Well, I may have to put a race on that morning, but I, hey, if you're looking for a TRA guy, I'll bring all the Red Bull you can fucking mm. drink. There you go. But, and I'll give you some 13-minute miles. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, but so Charles Pauham cranking yeah. down on your records that Braz has been on his bike. And, and I'm not that angry. It's kind of just become this like... Uh, a novelty now just like i get these emails pretty much every monday tuesday that this guy's been at browser spend on his bike and yeah. now it's like charles parham has run with two other people and then you click on who the two other people are and it's charles parham charles parham so he's got three strava accounts three devices all feeding their own oh that's thing. great and um so is he just i mean honestly like he's probably he, just an old dude an older he doesn't gentleman know how to use I'm it tra- he actually did get a couple right this last time so okay. i looked at it and it was like Charles Parham ran with, or rode with two other people, but then one of them was still a run. That's why I got the notification. And so, but someone, how is he riding faster than you can run? He's doing some of the segments at like a five-minute mile pace, and I the the records I have from there when I did my 50k. So I'm running six-minute pace or seven-minute pace there. He's six better to than seven. you. That's what you're well, saying. He's pedaling on a flat pedal. Hey, like, it is what it is. Anyway, someone was like, "Why don't you just go talk to him?" I'm like. <laughs> It's online. The guy doesn't even use his Strava as the thing. Like, you could comment on his, his activities. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are so ridiculous. Oh, and, and it, No it, way. Yeah. I know what's even funnier than that is, like, my so messages to Strava. Because when you flag somebody, and actually now, I'm, like, the guy to go to if you want to flag someone. So people are messaging me, like, how do I flag a, 
Oh, yeah. you're the, swa- you're the, the flagger, Strava right? flagger. I'm the, yeah, not the Strava wanker. I'm the you're Strava, the Strava flagger. flagger. Oh, man. But, uh, man, so, Charles. like, when you flag somebody, Kill. you have to collect, select, uh, was it the wrong activity? Was it in a car? Is it bad GPS data? What, what is it? The reason. And then you have to actually type in a, a reason. So if I'm, yeah. if I'm, like, just getting it out of the way, I'll put cycle. Like, it was cycle, cycle, cycle. Yeah, yeah cycle. But sometimes, like, sometimes, like, long messages of Strava, like, come on, Strava, your algorithm is like pitiful like my five-year-old daughter could write a better algorithm for auto flagging like you need to have this like this guy broke a world record in the 50 mile and you can't even auto flag that that's a right like i'll just go nuts on strava and strava if you're listening to this how about you put the damn erg rower on the damn list of activities fucking a every time i pick rowing it says a water sport how hard is it to add erg rowing and take off that stupid ass 10,000 meter limit Excuse me, because that was that Damn. was heated. I'm sorry. You know what about I forgot last time was to. But I've asked y'all three times, erg rower, and extend that thing. If I'm gonna row 100 miles and gonna use it on Strava, it's 161k. Correct, Cal? That's right. Then let me go up to 161k on that erg mm. Strava. Well. It is uh, 9 o'clock. We're about to shut this bubble tea place down. We got to get here earlier. I feel I like we hammer this thing, but we got you more You know what? This, it's, but... We're hitting that 50-minute mark. It's perfect for people to listen to. Keeps us tight on the hour. Yeah. And I got to make sure I bring a drink home for Julie. I forgot that Why don't you just time. yell at Jay? I know. You better go order. Well, Jay's on that, that app. All right. Well, we, Chinese app. We did it all. Anyways, we Houston Marathon this weekend. We went in here right before Houston Marathon. It's going to be yeah. a blast. We'll be there all weekend. Um, yeah, it's exciting. And as we've told you guys, uh, we are trying to get to 100 subscribers first and foremost. So subscribe if you like it. Try to do them once a week if we possibly can. That's not normally mm-hmm. our style when we're both traveling and working, but try to do them as often as we can. And if you'd like us to finally get someone here live with us, let us know. We'll try to get that person. We've got some pretty good connections. Yeah, we're right now it's feedback, just up so just to, but know. we're definitely okay with throwing a third person in. Um, yeah. yeah. From Menage. So. All right. Thanks for joining. This is Tacoma number four. See you. Bye. Yeah.